Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown, Las Vegas. We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field and bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get, get it, it on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Welcome back, Raider Nation. It is Friday. Happy Friday to you. Welcome back to Silver and Black today, the Raider Nation mailbag edition. That's right. That's where we take your questions, your comments, your insults, your compliments, all of it. We take it all in and we have fun with it here on our show on Friday. Joining me as always is my partner in crime, my buddy, my co-host, also the national NFL writer at Bleacher Report, also the Raiders columnist at SportsNot.com. That is Mr. Mo Moton. You can follow him on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. He is also the king of all things avocado. He's also has the official title of the Baron of Brooklyn. Yes, BK, baby, right? I'm the man of many names. I, I didn't wear the I didn't wear the Brooklyn hat today because I didn't want Is people it? to ask me who am I repping. So I, I just yes. I just kept it without out a cap today. But all you um, all you unfortunate people who watch the NBA, yes, <laughs> unfortunate people. You know what's you know with the NBA, it's it's as I've said to many people, I don't start watching till after the All Star break. Obviously, football ha- has my football hat, and the NFL in general has my eyes through the Super Bowl, and then there's a lot going on with agency and franchise oh, yeah. tagging but just a lot going on I, I i again i am a nick fan but that that goes on the back burner when it comes to raiders content and nfl content and sharing with you guys our thoughts on everything going on with the raiders in the league but see that's what i would say to you too is i i don't care about i actually don't care about the nba until the actual playoffs but um you're after the all-star break but there's two exceptions to that rule for me if i'm in los angeles and the lakers are playing i would go to a laker game anytime if i'm in new york and the garden's rocking and the knicks are there i don't care if they're 0 and 50 um you go to the garden right so i don't blame you on that one like those are two events those are events where even if you've never seen a basketball game or care about basketball you go to because they are events in them in themselves 
Absolutely. It's just it's the experience that you're looking at, not so much the actual game is just having that experience. So I, I, I totally get that. Absolutely. All right. We're going to get into some questions. I want to say this, though, too, Mo. I, I never and I was telling you this during the game last week, and I don't talk about it too much. And because every once in a while you you have so much restraint every once in a while, it's not that people get under my skin. They think they're getting under my skin. It's just sometimes I like to rip off a response to trolls. The, last week's trolling around, especially around anybody who has a Derek Carr reference in their picture or their, their, their profile. It was crazy, man. I felt like I was, I don't know if you've watched any of those documentaries about some of these religions and cults and how they follow people around and do all this kind of weird stuff. That's what I felt like. It was so strange to me. We didn't get any of those questions in the mailbag, thank goodness, but it's just a weird thing. And, and again, I wish Derek Carr luck and, and the best in the future. Cause I don't wish negative things upon anybody. Um, but it's going to be nice once we get past the 15th, if there's not an extension that is, uh, and, and Derek Carr can move on. And even us content creators in Raider nation can move on and talk about what they got for him or what they didn't get for him and what the future holds. I'm spoiler alert. After Derek Carr is traded or cut, what happens? I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be debating his, his numbers with people. I mean, I don't no. debate the numbers. Now, at this point, when it comes to Derek Carr, I will say this. If you're listening to me out there, you're listening to me and Scott right now, Scott and I right now, I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I think wherever he goes, he's going to pick a good spot where he can he can flourish, and I expect him to play well. Will he win a Super Bowl? I We'll see where he goes. But I think he'll play well, and I yeah. wish him the best wherever he lands. Sure. But as far as moving forward now, and I think Mer said this on, on the fan radio, his <laughs> show, Raider Fan Radio, I, I'm done with Derek Carter Bates. If, yeah. if, you know, if I see a Derek Carter Bates in my mention, I don't even answer it. Now, if you want to yeah. ask me, what do I think the Raiders can get for Derek Carr? We can have a conversation. Relevant when conversations. Do I think, right. If you, if you want to know when, if you want to know what I think about when Derek Carr will be traded, we can have a conversation there. But yeah. as far as numbers and what Derek Carr, for the Raiders, I'm I'm over that now, and and we talked about on the I believe the Thursday show about Derek Carr's landing spots. That's relevant because again, relevant. where sure. where he goes will dictate what the Raiders can possibly get in a yeah, trade. The, but yeah, whatever whatever compensation they get in return is is the key here because he's done as a Raider. So yeah, and yeah. Doesn't, doesn't mean you can't appreciate him. It's just he's done. It's it's there's no relevance to talking about what he did or hasn't done because it's over. Right. And the, and the other part of this is you want Derek Carr to fetch a lot of draft capital because yep. that'll then help the Raiders revamp, overhaul their defense, mm -hmm. revamp their offensive line and fill any other holes that they need. So at the best, wherever, however you feel about Derek Carr, you want him to have a high value. You, do, you don't want him to get cut because that means you don't get any draft capital. You still get the cap space, but you don't get that draft capital, those extra cheap contracts to rebuild your roster. Unless you're a Derek Carr fan and not a Raider fan. You know, if you're just a fan of Derek Carr and you followed the Raiders because you're a Derek Carr fan, then you don't care. Then we understand that. And I see people talk about that, too. So that's cool. All right. Let's get on. We got a question from a, a Raider Nation member in Chicago. This is Jeffrey from Chicago. Jeffrey Hahn from Chicago. Jeff in Chicago says, hey, guys, thanks for bringing sensible, sensible Raider perspectives for us sometimes to me. I don't know about you, Mo, but when somebody says that we have sensible perspectives, that's a massive compliment to me. Like I, 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 I would frame that one. 
I love sensible. Um, sometimes our silver and black glasses get in the way. Last season with Josh and Dave were hired. Ziegler was asked about how impressed he was with this team making the playoffs. Mo pointed out that at the time Ziegler didn't seem too enthusiastic about a team who barely made its way in and then got beat in the first round. I think that was a sign Ziegler saw the work that this team needed. All of this, I just said to ask you this, do you think Ziegler sold a realistic timeline to Mark Davis that guarantees his job for next year. Obviously, you want results, but constant turnover hasn't helped this team for the past 20 years. Again, that's Jeff in Chicago. Great one. That's a great question. And that was a very, that's a great observation there Jeff, on all fronts. Wow, he's, mm -hmm. he's really listening. That means he's really listening to, to our show. So <laughs> yeah. shout out to Jeff in Chicago. But those are very good points because I, I actually think the Rays went into the season thinking that they could make it back to the playoffs. Now, you remember Vincent Bonsignor of the Las Vegas Review-Journal put out a column that said that the Raiders were basically out on Derek Carr, that he's not the long-term guy within weeks of the season. So I think mm -hmm. at that point, whenever that point was, I think they pivoted and said, we have a lot of work to do. We wanted to make the playoffs. We had a, we had aspirations to make the playoffs in 2022, but it's probably not going to happen, especially when you start the season, what, two and seven. So they probably knew before they even got to that point that, look, we're going into a retooling mode. We're going to move on from Derek Carr. We have to we have to revamp or overhaul the defense. We need help on the offensive line. I think they understood that coming in. And there was also a report from Albert Breer that the Raiders knew that they had problems on the defense and they thought that their offense can outscore teams and that their edge rushers can just pin their ears back and get after the quarterback and help that that defense that has a lot of holes. So when that plan didn't work out, within I think within a month they understood that yeah, we're going to have a lot of work to do in the next offseason, mm -hmm. and we, we're not a playoff-caliber squad. So I think the the perspective shifted. I, I think by the end of September, I think in their minds, they already knew, okay, we have to shift our aim here. Yeah, and I think, listen, I, I said it last, or I said it on Tuesday, I should say. It's been a few days. But I said on Tuesday, Josh McDaniels will go into the season with a very warm seat. I wouldn't call it a hot seat, but it's a warm seat. I don't think Dave Ziegler is in that position. I know their closeness could be an issue and he might last a little longer than some coaches would, but I don't think Dave Ziegler's in that same position. I know they came together, but I don't think that means they would leave together. So um, that's, that's sort of where I sit on that one. One thing I will say about, about extending his time. Mm -hmm. And I think GMs do this a lot, right? I think part of getting rid of Derek Carr is saying, okay, we have to restart at the most important position, which I think buys that regime some time. The one thing I will say, and I know we've been all over Tom Brady, the one problem with getting Tom Brady for Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler is if you get Tom Brady, you're expected to win right away. Right away. And and if you don't, the chances are your seat get very hot. And I can see I can yes. see it being if it's a disaster, you're saying, Okay, did I, Mark Davis saying, Did I hire the right guys? Now, if you go the rookie quarterback route, you buy yourself more time and it sells the idea that this is gonna take some time. We got a rookie quarterback who has to develop, give us more than a year. So it depends. Yeah. If they, if, again, Tom, we all know what comes with Tom Brady, but a lot of pressure comes with that and you got to win now. If they go to rookie route, that means that they sold to Mark Davis that we're going to take this slow rebuild. We're not, we're not, not that we're not looking to win now, but it's going to take some time before we're a playoff caliber team again. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, there's no question. If you bring in a guy to win now, you have to win now. And by the way, 
what he does with free agency in this draft this year will also have. If he if if Dave Ziegler bats two hundred on the draft and free agency, he's going to be on a hot seat too. Don't get oh, me yeah. wrong. Don't get me wrong. All right, we're going to take a quick break. The great question again. We appreciate that. that. When we come back, we're going to get to another question. A shorter show today as the season starts to wind down, uh, but we love to get to these questions. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it. Wherever you get your audio, you'll find us, uh, including Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you're listening to your podcast. And if you're watching us on YouTube, appreciate that. Make sure you subscribe and hit the notifications bell. You're with Mo and Scott. This is Silver and Black Today, the Friday mailbag edition. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. The Raider Nation mailbag edition of Silver and Black today. You're with Scott Branson and Mo Moten. Mo is the national NFL writer over at Bleacher Report, also the sports not columnist covering the Raiders. You can follow him on Twitter at M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully. All right, on to the next question, Mo. Uh, this one comes from Tim in St. Paul, Minnesota. That's one state we haven't had a mailbag question from this year. So there you go, Minnesota. Up with all the Vikings fan. Hello, Scott and Mo. First, thank you for your excellent pod this season. I appreciate your measured, measured and insightful analysis <laughs> of my beloved and typically disappointing Raiders. Again, you, I can't tell you, man, Tim and St. Paul measured. That means a lot to us. Thank you so much. Uh, second, my question for you both is whether the Raiders should have felt disrespected by the Chiefs ring around the rosy huddle play. <laughs> to me, it was far worse than Gruden driving around the Kansas City parking lot in the 2020 pregame meeting of the Can in the Kansas City logo in 21. Yet the Raiders seem to just be fine with being punked by Mahomes and company in a nationally televised game. In fact, Crosby and McDaniels went other way in the postgame pressers to say that they weren't at all offended by the act. I realize that fan bases have more animus for each other than modern NFL players do. Uh, and maybe I'm turning into the get off my own lawn, my, my lawn old guy. But did you think the chiefs clowning the Raiders should have struck a nerve with someone, anyone on the Las Vegas sideline? Thanks, Tim in St. Paul, Minnesota. Mo, I'll let you take the first shot. I think it struck a nerve of Raiders players, but they're not going to say anything publicly about it because there's really nothing they could do about can't it. Do the it. game, you know, you can't do anything about it at this point. And I know at that in that game they were pretty much overmatched. So what you do is you stick it in your back pocket, but you don't forget. And I'm sure that the Chiefs didn't forget when the Raiders took a victory lap around the stadium. So the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs may have chirped about it, but they they put that in their back pocket. So and you're and to, to your email, you're absolutely right. To mock a person or a team on the field while you're playing them is a lot worse than mocking them after the game outside of their vision. So I think what the Chiefs did is more disrespectful than what the Raiders did. But again, I think the players took a mental note and said, when we play these guys again, we're going to remember what happened. And we're, and we're looking at payback or some type of revenge. I'm not saying revenge in the sense of a violent matter where you're going after certain players, but we're going to try to embarrass you when we have a chance next time around. Yes. Interesting. Now, that was a great question, Tim and St. Paul, too. I love the fact that we got a question from Minnesota because Raider Nation is everywhere. And so when you hear from somebody we haven't heard from before, we appreciate that. Thank you, John. Uh, excuse me, Tim. 
uh, as we roll on as well. Uh, Mo, we get to one more question in this abbreviated but always fun version of the Raider Nation mailbag. This one comes from somebody you know pretty well, uh, uh, Jared Stidham's hair Stidham's on Twitter. Hair. Used uh, to be used my to guy. Be, used to be Derek Carr's hair. Uh, His real name is John. So John is the guy. Um, And here is something he wrote. uh, And and I'm not sure if we want to talk about this, but we're going to get into it. He says, first of all, thanks for the great content you two put out. I have a non-football random question for you and Mo. One of my obsessions, you ready, is celebrity height. I need to know, how tall are you guys? Jared Stidham's hair. P.S. I feel like you're both around 5'9". Like our man, Amik Robertson. P.S. This is a great site. Comments section is golden. And he, he sent me to a site called um, Celebrity Heights. There's a website called CelebrityHeights.com. Now, I'll, Mo, this is, I, I shared this with you before when I got the question in. I didn't tell you who right. it was from. But mm-hmm. first of all, we're, I, don't, I don't think of myself. I know I'm not. I'm not a celebrity. I don't know about no, you. If, we, um, if we're celebrities, we're like, they're like A-listers. We're like Z-listers. Z- <laughs> <laughs> we're on a celebrity list. We're, we're way down the total pole. <laughs> yeah, we might be on a different alphabet. Um, <laughs> so, so yes, but it's really interesting because I've never had, it, it makes sense though, because I have seen people on television and I've, I've worked in TV. As you know, I worked in boxing. So I was working with NBC and, and, and NBC, all these different ESPN, Showtime. So you meet all the celebrities that you see, celebrities that call big matches in boxing and football and all that stuff. And sometimes, yeah, you know, you see people and you're like, wow, that guy's 5'2". <laughs> he looks so tall on TV. Um, so somebody like uh, Jared Stidham's hair here on Twitter who follows us and interacts with you quite a bit. Um, it, it was just so funny to see this because I'm like, nobody's ever asked me my height. And so, I mean, I don't mind saying I'm just now I'm getting older. So I'm just under about little. I'm still I've still hit right at about 5'10". I'll say this with Timberland boots on. I am 5'9". <laughs> so that gives you a hint of where I am on the on the height scale with with Tim's mm. on yeah. on a good day. I'm 5'9". I want to believe that I'm about 5'9". Yeah. So, yes, yeah. I, but I will say, yes, I, I root for Meek Robson part of the reason because the size and being a guy who played a lot of cornerback when I was in my younger days, I see a lot of Meek and my and myself and I root for him because I was a shorter cornerback on the field yeah. at, at a certain point in my life. So I, I like to see a Meek do well and he and I as I point out he was one of the only players to me that improved under Patrick Graham. So kudos to him. But I will say if me and a Meek Robinson stood next to each other, we'd probably be about <laughs> the same height. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I, when I used to do, when I was, uh, uh, I used to do the four by 100 and no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but yeah, the height thing is weird, right? Cause I used to be, and I'm now, I still, I'm, I'm, I got to lose my weight. Like I, I'm about 20 pounds. I got to lose about 20 pounds. That's where I was at. I used to be much heavier. I got up to 285 pounds and then I lost, uh, just under a hundred pounds. So for me, it's always been weight. Height, like heights never bothered me. So when somebody asked me about my height, I'm like, well, I'm just kind of average height, right? So, because I, I, most of the people I know, I know some tall dudes and all that kind of stuff, but, but for the most part, most of the people I know are, yeah, between 5'7 and 5'10, kind of on that scale. So, there you go. You got our heights. People are like, I'm, I want to listen to football. What are you talking about how tall you are for? 
There's but we're, days. We're nowhere, but again, we're nowhere near celebrities. No, we're not. And we're not as tall as Colin Cowherd. He's tall. So uh, there you go. All right, Mo, we're going to quick wrap, quickly wrap up the show. We'll be back on Tuesday with a full show again. We just wanted to get a quick mailbag because we had a few of them and get them in. I'm sure we'll have some more as the Raiders continue to make the moves as well. Mo, enjoy covering the games this weekend. We will talk about some of the results on Tuesday and what impact they may have on what the Raiders may do moving forward. Have a great weekend, buddy. Appreciate you. I'll be wearing some Tims while watching the games to make, <laughs> you know, boost up my head a little bit, get yes. my self-esteem up there. Just putting that out there. There you go. All right. For uh, Mo Moten and our producer, David Stepanian, I am Scott Cobranson. This has been Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast, the Raider Nation mailbag edition on this Friday. Folks, have a great weekend. I know it sucks because the Raiders aren't playing, but with the year they had, maybe just a little bit of a break. And then you get to think about and start to talk about all the moves that are going to be made this offseason. Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you get your audio podcasts. And if you're watching us on YouTube, we appreciate that. Make sure you subscribe and hit the notifications bell. We will talk to everybody on Tuesday. Have a great one.